This is the Fireman's Trainers Podcast, Season 2, Episode 25, published on February 22nd, 2022. I'm your host, Rob Beckman, and our topic today is Developing a Course of Fire. Our podcast is part of the ConcealCarry.com network, brought to you by Access Sites, the best sites in any lights and made in USA. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Fireman's Trainers Association. Visit their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor coverage offer and their competitive pricing. Receive a special 10% off on your policy by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by the Range Tech Shot Timer. A shot timer is a critical tool to measure performance, and no credible fire instructor hosts a class without one. Range Tech Timer is both the most affordable and most feature-rich shot timer on the market. Connected via Bluetooth to a tablet on the firing line to simplify recording times and sharing them with your students. Range Tech also features Bluetooth integration with practice score and built-in auto scoring based on USPSA, IDPA, multi-gun, or steel challenge scoring schemes. Learn more at rangetechtimer.com. We bring this podcast support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every farm instructor in America dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Brian McCollum from Blueberry Tactical. Welcome, Brian. How are you doing today? Doing good, Rob. How are you doing? Uh, not bad at all. It's trying to stay warm in this uh, cold weather. Um, we had a nice uh, cold snap and some snow here in Cincinnati, but uh, guess what? Midwest weather, tomorrow it's supposed to be up in, up into the 40 degrees, so the snow's not going to last very long, but it got cold there for a couple of days. <laughs> Yeah, we, we've got it down here in South Georgia today. Uh, we're supposed to get down into the low 20s tonight um, and midweek warm back up into the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's where uh, that's where everybody starts getting sick, as my grandmother used to say. You know, when they have those big swings, you know, people just, uh, the body doesn't know what to do. You know, is it too right, warm yeah. or too cold? Well, hey, Brian, thanks for coming on. For those people who don't know who Brian McCollum is from uh, Blueberry Tactical, can you give our listeners a little bit of about yourself and your background? Sure, Rob. I'm a former uh, military police veteran, and I've also done private armed security and both uh, civilian law enforcement and uh, county deputy position and a city police officer position for a total of about 19 years. Um, uh, in my uh, time of doing training, it's not always all been in firearms. That's been my last two and a half years, two years uh, that I've been doing that, but it's uh, something that I've fell in love with since uh, my training that I did teach whenever I was in law enforcement was all traffic related, but um, I enjoy teaching firearms. I get the satisfaction of uh, helping people. And I live in a pretty unique uh, area where Georgia is not a training required state. So I struggle a little bit with getting some, you know, know, going through training at times, but I, I do fairly well. And, um, uh, no, I'm a USCCA instructor and uh, enjoying the, living the dream. Good, good. Well, we appreciate you coming on today, especially since you had a great idea that you emailed me back and uh, about a couple a couple weeks ago. And uh, always appreciate when uh, listeners go along, reach out, and uh, you're just one of those cases when you suggested the idea. I said, "Well, 
how about if you come on and talk about it? Because uh, today's topic about developing a course is uh, kind of up your alley because you had a lot of resources when uh, we were going back and forth about what you use to develop a course and give your uh, students, you know, something that's uh, worthwhile. Right. Um, I've dealing with uh, developing courses. Uh, you know, USCCA they have their their curriculum uh, and their their setup. Um, and I, I teach both the concealed and the basic along with some of the other uh, topics that they have. But uh, I'm finding that I'm having more luck per se with uh, doing many courses and adding uh, dry fire uh, more so to my training instead of uh, a lot of range time where you're using a lot of uh rounds down range uh, a lot of range time and you no know, ammo is still a little expensive it's getting better but uh you know the, any, anything with, that we can do to help uh save our students and our us with um quality time and money it, it helps out and that's what i do with uh i, I create a train a lesson plan Usually the basic handgun from the mini course in USCCA's program. And then I just supplement it with dry fire drills of you know, what I'm intending on uh, accomplishing in that particular class. Um, and then I, I've also, depending on uh, groups, I'll, I'll do the individual groups or I'll do an individual that you know, may come to me and maybe they're wanting to work on reloads or they're wanting to work more on their uh, speed of drawing from concealment or something. And I just formulate uh, a lesson plan based on that uh, customer's response. And I've had, a, like I said, I've had a lot of good uh, results and a lot of good uh, feedback from people that have uh, uh, come to me wanting to accomplish those and using the dry fire. Mm -hmm. Where do you go along? Um, you know, I think a lot of them heard, a lot of us have heard about dry fire, which is a little bit different than the live fire, but where do you go along and find the inspiration for these drills and, and the, what equipment do you use in order to make, make it as, uh, effective as possible since you're not, not at the range. And, you know, it's going to be a little different than being a, at the live fire range. Well, uh, I like to use the Burnett uh, drill cards. Uh, that seems to work the best with me uh, being able to. Uh, Steve Burnett's got a great resource as far as different drills that focus on different topics and skills and everything. And um, I just go through and pick up, you know, based on whatever my students wanting or whatever I feel that, you know, we need to address on a whatever course I'm doing, I just pick out a few of those drills and incorporate them into the lesson plan. And I use um, my CERT pistols. I like the next level uh, CERT pistol uh, with it being a actual size and weighted uh, just like a the real firearm. The only thing with the dry fire, unless you spend the money to use like the cool fire trainer system uh you don't have the recoil that you deal uh have to deal with but the recoil management is going to be a lot more easily addressed as long as you, you know ahead of time that you've got 
the basics down with the basic pistol sight alignment trigger press grip and uh, that uh, just works a, a whole lot better there are other options out there for your dry fire. You've got the laser light pistols. You've got the laser cartridges that insert into the chamber of your, your weapon. And you've got like the Mantis uh, that has the attachment to the, to the pistol or even to the shotgun or a rifle, depending on what you're, you're looking at doing. Um, and then I also incorporate uh mantis laser academy into my training too because it uh, uses the the targets that are identifiable by the app and records you know the the hits and and everything on the target uh there is one other one that i have looked at i haven't used it all that much but it's um laser app and lsar app and it's um uses you can actually use any target uh on that and it will pick up the hits on any any paper target that you have and um i haven't like i said i haven't used that one a whole lot but i, I really like the laser academy and the the cert pistol that j just seems to work the best with me and i've had the best results with so far yeah the, the laser academy is definitely a very modern twist to uh, uh laser uh, practice uh, for the laser app is definitely very good. Um, you know, they've got their laser app X, which works on any web enabled device. And they got their classic uh, laser app, which runs on uh, windows uh, laptops and such, but they all give you uh, feedback on how you're shooting. If you're, you know, having that, uh, you know, pushing the gun to where you're the, uh, you know, the barrels dropping, or if you're anticipating right. coming back and without the recoil, you can really go along with a student and dial in on how is their um, trigger press? Are they jerking it? You know, how does that look after, you know, what, what's happening afterwards? And that's where products like uh, Manus, uh, when it comes along, um, you know, the original or the Manus X will give you feedback on your uh, smartphone to be able to see, you know, what does that look like? You know, do they have that, right. do, do they have that really smooth trigger press or all of a sudden, you know, they look smooth, but when they pull that trigger, it's, you know, that barrel's bouncing all around. And, you know, I'm sure somebody can tell us, you know, the hundreds of a second that the bullet's actually inside the gun. But if you're moving that much, you're, the sights are going to be moving on target. And to right. quote one of our guests in the past, uh, Brian Eastridge, the trick to go along and shooting well is going along, keeping the, the sights on the target as you're pressing the trigger. Right. You know, as long as you can do that, you'll, you'll do great. But most people have a problem going along, keeping those sights steady as they're uh, pressing those, uh, the trigger. And that's where you go along, come to instructors like yourself and, and, and me and uh you know, try to try to go along and help that student to really realize you know what's it take and how to you know isolate the muscles and how to go along and have a better grip better sighting all those uh, all those types of things uh, are there any sp uh, specific drills that you really like taking your students through when you're doing the dry fire um i really like um myself personally i like the two drills from todd green the 2662 drill and the his reload drill uh for me those those just help me with my reloading and the uh transitioning the the, the two inch top, uh, dots to the six inch dot um and then the transitioning in that 2662 drill um i shoot the 
FBI qual, the, the new 50 round uh, version of it. And then um, for me personally, and for a few uh, a law enforcement officer that I trained uh, to help better his uh, qualification um, the in Georgia, I like shooting the Georgia Post uh, firearm semi-auto uh, qualification round. And it just helps me to understand more so to be still proficient whenever I was a law enforcement officer in Georgia, uh, but also to stay proficient with, uh, you know, being able to accomplish it within the guidelines that Georgia post uh, requires the officers to have. And then there's, there's a lot of different uh, drills that um, I could go through and name, but those are my, my favorite ones. Mm -hmm. uh, reload in the two six six two that i like um do you go along and and kind of gauge what the student can handle on a you know that they're kind of on a beginner in intermediate and advanced drills or are these all the same that you're putting through but you know putting different um criterias on them as they you know move and progress uh, progress through their uh journey i, I like to I like to, before a class, whenever I get somebody that's, uh, signs up or, you know, contacts me, I like to talk to them a little bit, see if they've had any experience, uh, you know, are they brand new? Have they had experience before? Are they wanting to just better themselves as far as accuracy, speed, uh, drawing from concealment? Um, and then I just gauge accordingly to what drills I'm, I'm going to use. Uh, uh, I basically do this the over the overview of the basics uh like with a, a mini class uh from the uh basic handgun and then just uh whatever drills uh the students wanting to accomplish or that i need feel that the student needs to accomplish then i include those uh drills in the uh course of the uh program mm -hmm. let me ask you this you were just uh talking you know doing the mini classes and things like that um when it comes to go along doing these classes, dry fire, what do you see as far as students coming back, wanting to, wanting to go to the range with you and saying, Hey, you know, I've been doing the dry fire and I'm ready for, you know, live fire. Do you have, do you, what's your percentage of uh, people coming back for that? Uh, I would say currently I'm seeing about 60% return back. Um, we are not too far from Fort Stewart and I've got a several military member spouses and stuff that'll take some classes with me. And you know, of course, a lot of that is, you know, they may be here and then now, and then the six months they may, their partner may be uh, stationed overseas or at another base or something. So they have moved out of the area, but uh, about a 60% uh, return on dry fire back to uh, live fire training. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, uh, getting back to mini classes, uh, you know, that's something that in 2021, the USCCA came back or came out with, uh, for, can you get, describe a little bit about how you've, what, what you market those classes as, um, and, and what, what type of skills? Cause I think, um, you know, we, we've had the USCCA come on and talk about it, but you're the first instructor that probably has experience with them that might be, you know, good for some of the listeners to hear about. Well, um, yeah, I, I actually have three different locations that I teach at. One's an indoor range and one is a outdoor range. And then I've got a location uh, where I'm based out of that 
I've got a classroom, but we don't have a range available here in the community just yet. And uh, I pretty much focus those classes here locally uh, with those mini classes. And I just do it as a um, educational uh, awareness and in, basically as an intro to firearms, uh, unless a student's wanting something more uh, you know, advanced wise. And then uh, I market them. Uh, we go over the basics, all, you know, whether it's uh, a new student or one that's been shooting a while. You can never go over the basics too much. Uh, you know, it's always something that you can either. I remember that uh, something I haven't been doing and I, I need to start doing that again. Um, just um, doing those. And uh, I offer my students whenever I do the classes, you know, that I do have the other ranges available that I can do live fire at. Uh, if they are wanting to take a live fire course, we can uh, schedule at one of those until I get something locally. And I offer them a discount for uh, coming back and taking a live fire with, uh, range session with me. And like I said, I, I've had some pretty good results coming back in from you know, people kept wanting to come back and, and actually do the live fire. So uh, it's been real beneficial for me uh, here locally. Good, good. That's uh, that's good to hear because as I talk to instructors, um, some of them don't understand the mini classes. Some of them do, um, but it's good to hear that you're taking advantage of it and it's being uh, successful uh, for you along those lines. Are there any other, um, you got the Todd Green exercise, you got the Les Burnett um exercises from the uh, live fire drill cars um any other uh drills that you call upon when you're doing the dry fire for your students and uh you know developing these specialized courses um i pretty much will do um work a little bit on the effective distance drill um so that they can people can uh, see where they are able to where their accuracy is at currently. And we can go back and you know, later at the end of the class, do it at the beginning and then go back and do it uh, later at the end of the class, uh, see what their accuracy is, uh, how it's improved over the start to the, where we're at in the current class or their current range. Um, the bill drills, another good one that I, I try to work with a little bit, um, by Bill Wilson. Um, and there's a couple by Hacklethorne that, I, and I can't remember the right off the top of my head, the, he's got several that, uh, are out there. Um, but, uh, there's a couple of his drills that I, I like using, um, just depending on what I'm trying to address or you know, touch on with the student. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a great, great repertoire of, uh, qualified instructors. that have gotten some, uh, you know, good, good experience behind them and they've come up with good drills, you know, Ken Hackathorn, Bill Wilson, uh, Todd green, uh, lots of good stuff. And obviously Les Burnett, um, he's compiled his live fire drill cars from a lot of different instructors and, uh, as well as, uh, like Dave Spalding, they're all in, in Les's uh, binder there that you can get the add-ons for, um, good information for, it. um, well, Brian, uh, really appreciate your time. 
any last words for our audience about developing a course uh, using DryFire uh, as a basis for it? No, uh, just uh, I would encourage uh, instructors if they're not using the uh, a mini course uh, or and not doing you know, maybe just a dry fire class to really think about doing that, especially for some of the USCCA instructors that are waiting on state approval or don't have a range or anything. Uh, running a mini course and throwing in dry fire drills um, will help you meet your criteria for students taught. So, uh, you know, that would be a real benefit to both them. And then you know, just keep it, uh, keep uh, offering the classes. And, you know, whenever you have students that take the class, offer them a, that, you know, discount for a live uh, range session. Um, and um, make sure, and we've talked about this before, but, you um, Whenever we do, you do your uh, lesson plans. Now, always have a lesson plan, but um, keep your lesson plans and don't just discard them if you, you know up um, revise them or anything like that. Because you just never know when legally you're going to be called something ten years down the road and you've revised your lesson three times in that ten years and you know what which one which revision did this student take or anything. You no, know, just um, you know, save yourself some headache and litigation. <laughs> yep, definitely. If you want uh, information on going along developing those lesson plans and some of the reasons behind it, we've got the episode from uh, December 2019 with Ken Farron from the International Association Law Enforcement Fire Instructors that go over you know why having a um, lesson plan and making sure that it's based on you know practical need for it, not just um, you know we're going to make this fun because ninjas are going to be jumping all around. Well. <laughs> That might sound great and people might like shooting all over the place, but at the end of the day, is somebody going to go along and question why you're shooting in, you know, in all different kinds of angles when a couple shots go over the berm or different things like that? Yes. Right. And that's where you got to have everything based in, um, you know, good sound reasoning for yeah. Well, Brian, uh, been asking all our guests this year, can you name an influential mentor that's uh, helped you get to where you are today? Uh, yeah, uh, on the teaching side, um, back in my early days in Florida, whenever I got into uh, field training and being a Florida certified trainer, um, one of my patrol sergeants that I worked under was, uh, he actually taught one of the instructor classes and also the FTO class that I did. And he was a wealth of information for me. Uh, Jerry Jewett, who's now retired, but uh, he was he was really supportive. Uh, get, uh, like we had talked before, kind of like a Moss. Uh, uh, he could tell you things that have happened years before, and you know, just spit it out like you no, know, it happened yesterday. And uh, uh, he was he was real beneficial for me and in, in helping me for my my uh instructor habits mm -hmm. well that's that's good and there's uh it's those kind of instructors that help uh build the next generation of instructors that um i'm hoping that i'm doing uh in what in teaching classes for as well as instructor classes because uh, you never know when you know 
20, 30 years down the road that might make a big, big difference. You know, if you can light the right uh, fire in somebody's belly to want to be a great instructor can really, really, really help people down, down the road and getting the information across. So that's, right. that's a great, that's a great mentor. Well, Brian, where can people find more information about you and uh, the classes that you're, that you're putting on down there in Georgia? Uh, I currently, I have a, a website, uh, blueberrytactical.com. It's my company's website. And then we also have a Facebook and several social media. All the links to our social media are on the bottom of our webpage. So uh, also contact information is on there. So if any instructors have any information or want some information on the how I'm doing the many classes and drills, uh, don't hesitate to email, contact me, and uh, I'll be more than happy to try to pass on some information. That sounds good. Well, Brian, we appreciate you coming on today and sharing your knowledge with the audience. Thank you, Rob. uh, Take care. That's a wrap on this episode, and let's announce this week's podcast prize winner. This week's winner is Jeff K. They won a legal boundaries by state book, and next week's prize is Spark Flashlight, the flashlight that I carry every day with me. Member entries do not carry over from week to week. So if you'd like to win that Spark Flashlight, go to podcast.concealcarry.com to enter in for this week's prize giveaway. Visit our sponsors, especially the Firearm Trainers Association at ftaprotects.com and check out their instructor insurance. Being a responsible instructor means having insurance coverage. Remember, use promo code FTP10 for 10% off at checkout. Subscribe to our podcast and also share it with your friends and on your social media. You can also search all our podcasts at our website at farmtrainerpodcast.com. Do you have a suggestion for a new topic, a guest you'd like me to interview, or you just want to say hi? Email me at ftp at concealcarry.com. We bring you this podcast, support in the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe, everyone. Conceal Carry Inc. and ConcealCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.